As moms, we often wonder, am I doing enough for my kids? I'm here to tell you, you are super mama. That's because we have an undeniable superpower, our intuition, and it never steers us wrong. I call it our mom sense. Hi, I'm Kanika Chadda Gupta, and I'm the host of That's Total Mom Sense. I'm a journalist, entrepreneur, wife, and mom of three, twins plus one. Now, if I had a dollar every time I heard, gee, you have your hands full. On my podcast, I interview influential moms from various industries and cover topics that all first-time parents grapple with, from getting your baby to sleep to screen time allowance, your new normal in your marriage, and how to dedicate time to yourself. Learn and laugh along with that total mom sense. When you're a first-time mom, it can be extremely isolating, daunting, and overwhelming. There are times when you feel so alone because you don't have the ability to socialize, connect, and network with women and friends like you once did. Evolutionarily speaking, we all need that village. And for me, it's Hey Mama. I live and work um, at home in New Jersey, and as you know, all my listeners know, I have twins and a baby under three. I'm juggling a ton from my digital marketing clients to podcast recordings to family life and found it so challenging to meet new people and prospects since I'm not going to those weekly nighttime events anymore. I was introduced to Hey Mama shortly after I had my third, and um, it was by my friend Michelle Ranavath. She's the founder of Ranavath Botanics, and she lives in California. And then my friend Patrice Poltzer, who is in New York, um, whom I know through BNI, a networking organization, told me about Hey Mama the same week. So I was just like, I have to apply. And when I was accepted, I just was so uh, grateful to be part of the community that I was seeking both online and offline. Hey Mama is the most badass league of mom bosses you know. Whether they're advisors, executives, founders, or CEOs, their application-based memberships provide support, connection, and collaboration for working mothers at every stage of their life. The challenge is 75% of expecting mothers say that they're excited to go back to work after giving birth, yet 43% of them end up leaving the workforce. This comes at a high cost to their careers, the companies they work for, and the business landscape at large. Now the solution, Hey Mama seeks to build an ecosystem of working mothers who collaborate and empower one another to become the decision makers around their work, life, and family. Hey Mama began when founders Emery Kibler and Katya Libin set out to create what was missing in their own lives, a community of career-driven mothers who have each other's backs and actively seek to improve their lives and the lives of those around them. Now with members in cities across the U.S., Hey Mama is a league of unstoppable women growing stronger every day. Emery and Katya, thank you so much for being on That's Total Mom Sense. Thank you for having Thank us. You. We're excited to be here. Absolutely. So before I get into it, tell us about yourselves. Outside of being the co-founders of Hey Mama, mm-hmm. you want to know personal things about yeah. us? <laughs> yes, dish, dish. Um, so I am married to my husband, Jason Kibler, and we live in Williamsburg. I have two little girls, Mari, who's eight now, and River, who just turned four. I'm originally from Florida, so I'm a beach girl. Um, I went to school in Colorado, and I always wanted to work in fashion. I started making my own clothes when I was a little kid, um, and I always knew that I was going to end up with a career in fashion, but I thought I would be a designer. So I ended up moving to New York City to follow my dream, 
And um, I was a stylist. I ended up working for Hearst and Condé Nast as an editor for years. I loved my career. It was incredibly fun and inspiring. And then there came a point in my life after I had my first baby that I really felt like something was missing for me and I needed to be doing something that meant more to me and that I felt like had a bigger impact. It was around that time that I had met Katia when we were both living in Tribeca, but I really struggled with that decision for a long time because my identity was very well wrapped up in who I was as a woman working in fashion and it was really hard for me to let go of that but I'd always really wanted to start my own business and I was really excited and I felt super supported by Katya um, to start discussing that process with her and as we hashed through a lot of different um, ideas about where I could take my career we really found that we had this shared vision um, for creating something that was really missing for us and that's where we started Hey Mama. Okay so I'm Katya I'm Amory's other half I uh, grew up in New York City. I was born in St. Petersburg, Russia. My family immigrated here when I was three. So I have a lot of immigrant hustle and drive in me and uh, yeah, just a, a big desire to kind of make them proud and create an opportunity in life for myself here that you know they really weren't able to um, pursue their dreams in, in the full way that they wanted to. I grew up in New York, Queens, Brooklyn, yeah. Equal Opportunity Boroughs, <laughs> um, Manhattan. And I went to college in the city. Uh, I bartended for a while, got a lot of my, like, being great with people chops from bartending. Ended up meeting um, a tech company founder and started to work at that tech company after college. Really come from, like, a business development and sales growth background. And then started Hey Mama after um, having my daughter when I was um, in my mid-20s and felt really kind of like a, an outsider having mm-hmm. a child so young in New York City and not really... Uh, having a community at work. I was the only woman amongst a team of men to have had a child and also just the company had no maternity policy and structure of how to help me thrive. And then looking into my local neighborhood um, in Tribeca, I had a really tough time making mom friends and finding a group of like-minded women until I met Amory Kibler, who came along to be one of my closest friends and ultimately my co-founder. That's so cool. Um, so what were your motherhood journeys like? Yeah, for me, I I had Lily after I had gone to Europe with my then partner, came back from Europe, and lo and behold, uh, surprise, surprise, was um, expecting. So it was definitely unplanned, but <laughs> in such an amazing way where as soon as it happened, I was over the moon, and I was definitely the first one of my friends to get pregnant and to go through that experience. Um, and I just kind of dived in. I, I felt... I always knew I wanted to be a mom. It was just a matter of kind of serendipitous timing of when it happened. Um, I had a pretty smooth pregnancy and and really found the first year of motherhood definitely a bit isolated. But I will say that I I was fortunate to have a good maternity leave. And I recognize how difficult it is for women that have to go back immediately, um, how difficult that reentry process is when you don't have a, an employer that's flexible. Um, it's part of the reason that we're starting to go into enterprises and talk about flexible work and talk about how they could best support their moms because that's when these women are the most risk to leave. Um, and so learning from that learning from that journey, I came into starting Hey Mama with this really huge appreciation for being able to have a career that you create the schedule, um, which gives you so much more flexibility with your kids and has allowed Amory and I to you know, we're not always present for everything, but if we need to leave to go be at a recital, 
we can do that. And there's something so priceless about being able to choose when you work and how you work. Absolutely. Emery. So I actually had two completely different motherhood journeys. Mm. Um, when I was pregnant with Mari, my older daughter, I was working in corporate. And so I had maternity leave. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I had a super easy pregnancy. I also had a lot of friends that had kids around that time. I went and spent my uh, maternity leave in Montauk and had just like a really relaxing, ideal kind of time with my baby and then re-entered the workforce and came back to work. And it wasn't really till I got back to work that I started feeling like I didn't know how to handle the situation of juggling in motherhood and when I wanted to be pumping and leaving the workforce early and you know, and all of those other things. But I still felt very comfortable within the space of motherhood because my first child was so, I don't want to, she was easy. She was Mm. just like sweet and she slept and she kind of did all the right things. Um, And then when I went to get pregnant with my younger daughter, um, I had a really hard time getting pregnant. And so I did several rounds of IVF and it took me many years to get pregnant. And it wasn't till around the time that Hey Mama started really getting busy and taking off that I actually got pregnant. Of so, course. <laughs> I skipped a big part. So I, when I left um, publishing, a lot of it was around the fact that I wanted to have another baby. And I thought that maybe some pressure and stress of work that had kept me from getting pregnant and all these crazy things you hear that are like, now I know it had nothing to do with it. You know, it was a super hectic and crazy time and you were just two newbie entrepreneurs. So we didn't have a maternity leave package. So I was just, you know, kind of doing all the things and it was a completely different experience for me. And I I do think that that's also fed a lot into why I think it's also so important to be, you know, talking about putting together maternity leave policies and looking at supporting these women in the workforce for big companies and talking about how, um, you know, smaller companies can support women and create great company culture. And even just personally, um, you know, when you're the boss having a baby, looking at how you can best take care of yourself because, you know, it's your choice. You put a lot of, I put a lot of pressure on myself, Mm -hmm. but really at the end of the day, you need to give yourself a break and take time no matter what's coming in from the outside. Um, You know, and that can be really challenging to put yourself in that position. So I think, you know, whether you're working in corporate, whether you are working for a startup or running your own business, an independent business person, it's just important to figure out what your own needs are and really be um, honest about what you're feeling. And if you need help asking for help, because, you know, it's such an incredibly beautiful and stressful and also impossible to judge how you're going to be feeling and and what's going on at that time in your life. Tell us how you guys met. Okay, so abbreviated version um, in a, and I think a very truly New York fairy tale. Amory and I both are working full time and our nannies, unbeknownst to us, met in a Tribeca playground and had a play date. Mm-hmm. Her nanny left a Serena and Lily blanket at my house, which was really beautiful and matched perfectly with all of her bedding. <laughs> and my nanny ended up being crazy and I ended up having to let her go because I found her sneaking into my phone and contacting people that I worked with no way so when I let her go her nanny reached out and I'll give them names Disha and I actually I apologize I forgot my previous nanny it was like eight years ago so that's why I just called her the crazy anyway she was working with us for like about two months so I couldn't get a hold of Katya so I had this brilliant idea that I would post on the HRP Mama's mm. mom board. Meanwhile, I had never posted anything, nor had I ever responded to anyone on there. <laughs> so when I got a reply to looking for Liliana's mommy, it was like, oh, I was like, oh, 
She's like, oh, it's me. And <laughs> it was literally like looking for Lily's mom left Mari's blanket or something like that. Right. It was a total, you know, shot in shot the dark. Shot in the dark. Yeah. Never thought that I was going to get a reply. Oh, my as goodness. she invited me over for a play date. Sure did. With our three-month-old baby. Rubbing her in. Oh. my stroller over. They were asleep. <laughs> lined him up over there and she was like so do you want a glass of wine and I was like yeah I think we ended up cleaning out your closet and I think I tried on some jeans I remember a lot of um just a great connection and I I felt for the first time that I had found a friend that I would have been friends with before I had a child and so much of that happens in motherhood where you have these kind of like proximity motherhood friends Mm -hmm. that are great and you need a village and it takes all kinds of different people that you're around to support you um, but she was the first person I met that I felt like so invigorated and inspired and we just lit up yeah. and that we magic, that, like special spark magic. I remember leaving and feeling like so excited and just like reinvigorated and ready to go. That's the coolest thing. I love it. Yeah. I feel like when a friendship, especially <laughs> in adulthood, develops so organically, I mean, it's just amazing. It's, it's it such is, a refreshing, yeah. like, thank God I have I have a person now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then your daughters are friends? They're best They're friends. They're best friends. <laughs> They're a week apart. Oh, They're wow. seven days apart. Look at yeah. that. They still they hang out all other. the time. They ask for each other all the time. We oh, go on God. a yearly trip. We okay. call it a workation with just the four of us. We might take the younger one with us this year, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's something we, you know, have always made a priority. And their relationship and our relationship, I think, the friendship is really important. And that's what we focus on as we grow the business is, you know, still maintaining that friendship and being, you know, she's like a sister to me. So yes. Yeah. And I yeah. feel like both of our kids look to the other one. Like, I know Mari loves you so much. My kids love being around you. Mm. And it's fun. It's like, I feel like we were co-parents there for a long time. Mm-hmm. Where each of us had different skills and outlooks and we would, you know, teach the kids from a different point of view. Yes. We were. We you really were. are. And you built something so great. Um, okay. Wow. When did you have the aha moment creating and building what is Hey Mama? There were a few. There still are. Every mm-hmm. week I feel like I have a new <laughs> yeah. aha moment that's like, oh my God, I see going. it now. It's like we it's were going through ahas. the same thing. Like we were really going through the same feeling and we've been talking about it, sitting in, on a park bench in the playground being like, okay, where are all of the other women like us? I'm like, oh, you want to see that lady over there? Should we go? She looks pretty cool. Should we go and talk to her? You know, like trying to pick up other moms. But like continuously for the course of four or five years. Three years. I mean, we weren't, you know, the problem was definitely something that we personally felt. And then when Amory was going to start her own company, I started to realize that I also always wanted to start a company. And I Mm. never really felt like I I knew that's something I wanted to do but I think for me it only sparked up once she was actually thinking of starting one and then I looked at her and I was like start something with me and here's a problem and we started to continuously talk about it um we came up with the name very early on okay like we knew it was going to be called hey mama and we did not I don't remember that exact story but I know it was like from the very beginning um how did you get those initial users so you like put up a landing page and then like we had an Instagram account okay and so the the trajectory was we we came up with the idea we launched really in uh, November of 2014 
Uh, we first had a splash page that said, because moms need to have fun, too. You could sign Early up. on for messaging, guys. We don't know guys. what you were signing yeah, up for. Just, like, sign up to stand there prize. No, there was no <laughs> newsletter, but you could sign up. Yeah, just be part of this. And we don't know this. what it is yet. And but. then we launched the website. Mm-hmm. I'd say what we really launched in the, on Instagram was a community, because right. we started to post and get so many messages from women that said, I want to be a part of this, and what does this mean? And we had no core product yet. We didn't have membership that was paid. We weren't selling anything. We truly were just building the voice. And I think back to that, and in the beginning, it's just figuring out who you are and what your unique POV is. Right. And very quickly, we ended up going from zero followers to um, about 10, 20, 30,000 followers within the span of like six months. So it was wow. a pretty quick growth. And that's when we felt compelled to bring that social media community uh, into an online magazine and ended up launching HeyMama.co as a place where we were collecting interviews and had profiles of women that were, I think, really, you know, redefining their version of success. Mm. We, um, um, we also did, a, we spent a lot of time doing market research in the beginning. Um, I don't know that it definitely qualified it as market research when we were doing it, but looking back on it, I feel like that was a big crux as to why we were able to be successful initially because we spent so much time really talking to these women who had the same pain point and understanding what they were looking for and where they were going. Yeah. 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 And we had the luxury of being able to focus on that and really gather all of that data and information and and look at how we could build something out that would be useful and helpful for those people. Yes, absolutely. Who helped you in those early stages? Like how did you kind of galvanize a team? Mm, Great question. We look back at that early time and, you know, there were a couple of key women that really stood behind us. Allison Wyatt has always been an incredible supporter of us. Um, you know, she came into the business about a year in and really helped us kind of start to understand the the potential for what we could continue to build. Um, that first year, what happened was is that Amory and I started the company out of, I think, a, a really big social problem. Like we socially had a hard time meeting other women. Mm-hmm. As we were building the business and we were first time entrepreneurs, we, re- we put the pieces together that not only was it really hard to connect with other moms, but it was inc- almost impossible to figure out how to build a successful business, yeah. mm-hmm. especially when you're managing kids, like you're not getting your master's degree. Right. And so as we started to figure out that pain point that where do you go for resources? Where do you go to learn? Who do you trust? How yeah. do you know to work? How do you learn how to do a million things that you've never done before? And that's where we started to, to really connect the dots that, hey, mama, wasn't just about personal connection and growth. It was about us as complete women needing personal and professional development at every stage and then really leaning on, I think, more seasoned entrepreneurs to sit with us and what is a model? How does that work? How do you build one? Right. You know, what's the size of the market? Like all of these very standard business questions you'd probably know from getting an MBA, but neither of us had gone through that level of education. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're very much starting from square one in our intuition. But I think it's a, a piece of what you were talking about is that, you know, all of these people who gave us advice so freely and readily, um, there's a lot of women out there who are starting businesses that maybe don't want to cold call or reach out to someone or don't live in New York and don't have access to that. And a part of what we wanted to do was to create um, a space and a place where people would have access to those resources and they could reach out to women in the community and mm. find that kind of information there. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah. Um, I love that it's exclusive. Um, I think that's kind of, you know, it it sets it apart. Um, So how did you kind of come up with the membership model and and make it that way and Mm. more referral based? Yeah, that's a good question. 
We originally didn't charge for membership for the first couple of years, and then we launched the paid membership really after a lot of our members were saying, I get a ton of value for this. Yeah. I would pay for this, and right. you guys need to start charging us. And then we took a step back and realized that a membership subscription model was a lot more scalable and predictable than doing a kind of partnership-based model, which is what we did prior to that for the two years. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. We did a lot of talent influencer programs, content uh, partnerships with brands, which we still do today. It's half of our model. Mm. So anyway, when we started going after the, the membership approach, in the beginning, it was way more important to be exclusive because we were setting the tone and the vibe for the community. And I think the goal was not to be like, oh, snooty and be like, oh, you can't be a part of this, but just to start curating a group of like-minded women that felt, you know, thoughtful. Mm. Uh, Now, as we're growing and scaling, we are still application-based, but I think that the goal of Hey Mama is not to be an exclusive community for, you know, only the most successful moms. The goal of Hey Mama is to curate and vet driven, ambitious, capable women, and then connect them at various stages so that they can learn from one another. Because if we only accepted the people that kind of were at the very tippy top of their career and only like the coolest people, then what we're really doing is we're not serving Mm -hmm. so many moms that are actually having credible jobs and incredible roles, but may not be as connected. Us, it's about inclusiveness. Mm -hmm. It's about diversity. It's about how do we bring in a beautiful collection of voices and experiences so that we could learn together um, as opposed to kind of blocking certain people out. I love how there's actually mama mentors as well, where those who have seen um, great success in their careers can help those who are just budding entrepreneurs. Yeah. So it's like, it's a lot of giving back. Do you have different tiers of membership where mm-hmm. there's, you know, those who are veterans and... Yeah, interesting enough. That, um, <laughs> we don't tier it out that no, way. Right now we don't, no. Yeah, I mean, we are looking to launch a few new things coming up in 2020 that you'll mm-hmm. have to stay tuned okay. for. But right now we just have the one tier of membership. Okay. Yeah. We don't we don't differentiate a tier of membership based on experience. I think we we will definitely be launching new tiers. What we'll do is we'll create ways within the community for those groups and subgroups of people to better support one another. Mm. But I think our mentors recognize that Hey Mama is a platform and a place for them to be a voice and to be a leader. And Mm -hmm. the whole spirit and thesis behind this community is that we're not only are we stronger together, but that moms do want to work with one another. They will choose to work with one another Mm -hmm. and they will take time out to to support and help each other, even when there's nothing in it for them, because we're that's, you know, just the fabric of the types of women we attract. Yes. Yes. And you get so much out of it when you're helping someone else. And I think that, you know, making sure that there is that kind of cross section, because I hear from a lot of people that what they feel like is so special about the community is that it's diverse, that you have, you have a woman who's a lawyer and a woman who's running a business and a woman who works in corporate and a woman who's an artist. And that's really like where the ecosystem works really well, because those are the people that are going to hire each other and collaborate. If you just have, you know, one industry or one level of woman, then you're kind of excluding all of those opportunities for the natural collaborations to be able to happen. The vetting is around that these are women who are driven and passionate and excited and have the potential to be really doing something that's important. Mm. 
Yeah, I guess to, to piggyback off that, like even a lawyer might need a cake baker mm-hmm. and a party venue mm-hmm. and a doctor. Oh, they do. And they, they do. do. And they, so it's so <laughs> nice they because... need another cake baker. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, cake bakers don't need other cake bakers. They yeah. need lawyers. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. You're connecting so many women in different um professional fields and disciplines and then you're exchanging parenting advice too it's just on so many levels um and I feel like I can speak to this personally I love that even though I'm in Jersey I um and I can't come to the city all the time and I work from home I still feel connected because I get a flood of emails (laughs) and I don't have it in a separate folder because I like seeing the emails and I like replying yeah it's like I want to help women out and you know I'm writing queries myself um, and I, I love that if you're looking for textile manufacturer in Milan or, like you said, a cake baker or a nanny in Miami, there is a woman that's going to write back. There's going to be several women <laughs> that are going to write back and be like, I have a recommendation for you. It's it's amazing to see um, everyone come together. And like you said, it's um, it's just to give back. There's nothing extrinsic about it. It's yeah. We just like helping one another. And we don't yeah. know each other. It's just, these are just women from all over mm-hmm. that you're like, yeah. I, I've got you. Well, the, the interesting thing about that is there's a daily practice of giving that is good for your soul and that is good for, for us and, and truly in the day-to-day, you know, you're working and you're momming and you're working your momming and you're giving back to your family. But to make an impact in a, some positive way on another human, it's very rewarding. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps them. It helps you. And so hopefully within the community and what we're going to be building out next year is really rewarding that engagement and rewarding people for for being involved and active um, because that is what makes the impact right. is when you help someone in Miami just because and it's a mutually beneficial, you know, it's a mutually beneficial emotional experience yeah. that is so hard to gain day to day. Yeah. It's absolutely. so simple. It just absolutely. changes the whole mindset. Like if yeah. everyone can be in that mindset of like right. giving yeah. just giving a little bit, like imagine the change that would happen. Yeah. And sometimes it so takes true. like two minutes. It's yeah. not even about doing something massively complicated. Exactly. It's just, just like, like, hey, see seeing you with this person, you right? guys need to try connect. this. Yep. Yep. Try yeah. this, support this person. And exactly. And then there's so many members that can actually raise their hand and say, Oh, I do that. I'm a yes. business lawyer and write back themselves. So you're mm-hmm. really just um creating leads and and helping generate business for them too it's just it's win 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 all around Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's a no and it's lifelong connections i mean i've made so many friends um through hey mama and i have both of you to thank for that um and even this podcast i um launched it shortly before i joined and you're feeding me in creating the content that i do with all these inspiring women well that's a testament to you because but we know people can join and be at different stages in their lives and we have different moments where we can give more and when we can get involved more and sometimes you know people need to pull back and they have a lot going on but what we've seen is that when we have members that join that are willing to put in the energy and really be active, they get so much out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it truly starts with you and, you know, you're incredibly talented and warm and awesome, which is why yes. everyone's like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> they all I will be on your podcast. Yeah. 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 because of you. Yes. yes. You're doing a great, you know, you're doing a great thing for so but, many women. You know, but That's community is like anything else. Um, you know, you really have to put the energy into it to get it to get it back um so you started in new york we did and um how did you expand because you're all over the country now so tell us about all the cities yeah so we actually had quite a few members in california in the very beginning so i mean 
we have let our members really tell us what they want from the very beginning. As I was saying, you know, we spent a lot of time talking to them and understanding what they wanted. And there were a lot of people on the West Coast. So it seemed like an obvious choice for us to delve um, into LA. Yeah, yeah. into mm-hmm. LA. And now we have communities in New York, LA, San Francisco, Chicago, DC. Miami, Denver, and we just launched a smaller cha- uh, new chapters in Brooklyn. We're launching Montclair, Westchester, San Diego, and Orange County. So wow, yeah, oh my god, this it's, is so exciting! It's really been such a movement of our members being mm-hmm. excited. We have people that reach out to us, um, you know, in new communities all around the country, and they help us to grow because they're excited about it and they want to bring their friends in who also need support and would be perfect fits for the community. So it's a, been a very grassroots movement yeah. in the beginning of um, you know people really needing the community and helping us to grow it that way sure. um, so that's really led us to understand where the new markets are for mm. us yeah there's a lot of opportunity there for people to take a leadership role and really be that force in their community mm-hmm. um, I think sometimes you have to build your own I think sometimes you have to yeah you have to build almost your own universe a little bit where if you feel like there's no community in your local city that can be built Mm -hmm. I think it's one of those things that you know anything is possible with a woman at the helm that's saying you know what I know there are a lot of smart ambitious moms in my city and none of them know each other and I'm going to be the one to go out and connect them and have them meet and have them join oh yes and and we love that we love when they get in touch with us and we can support them along the journey Right. Is that, has that how it's grown? So there's women in cities where Hey Mama didn't exist at one time that have reached out to you and they're like, I want to build this. Tell, show me how. It's not like a franchise model or anything like mm-hmm. that. It's more of um, women will reach out and say, I want to build this in our city. We'll put them in touch with our director of community mm-hmm. and we will help support them until they get to a certain member number where we can officially launch the market and oh, then we cool. can we'll invest in, in that market. Who hire is someone. their local organizer yeah. and okay. who helps to plan the events and um, you know be the touch point person for the people in the community. That makes sense. Yes. That's really great. And how many members strong are you now? Ooh, I think we're up to 2,100. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that that sounds like a lot or a little, but yeah, I'm always amazed. No, I'm like, no, no, no. That's yeah, a it's lot, a lot of women it's a lot. to get in a... It started with two. <laughs> it started with two. It started two. with two. Yeah. So, yeah. no, no, that that's impressive. And... Would you say international markets could be on the horizon? Yes. I have a friend in London who's like, can I be a mom? I'm like, I will ask them. We I have members in yeah. Paris and London. Um, yeah. We definitely want to expand globally. And I think it's it's really just about organically, like, growing in those cities, mm-hmm. starting starting small. The power of 10 women meeting up every month, yep. the power of five women meeting up every month is just so magnetic. It doesn't have to be... Rome wasn't built in a day, right? So we're not going anywhere and we're excited. We hope that there's a a future where there are mamas all over the world that can really support the global economy we live in and getting us out of our local playgrounds and into a space where if you're traveling to London or you're going to Australia or you need something in anywhere, you can find someone within the Hey Mama network that can do it. That's awesome. Yeah, Next you can, up, you can global meet domination all around the world. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. really pinky in the brain. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that reference. <laughs> um, very cool. Um, we touched on this a little bit, but there's the online community, and then there's the events and the offline community. So, how did you kind of meld the two, and what purpose do each serve? Yeah, so um, they're they're both super important. 
the online community, as you know, of In the Form and Women are constantly asking questions and supporting each other, providing resources. And that's really important. But there is a certain kind of magic that comes when you get together in person. Yeah. You know, we had 130 events last year around the country. And there's just this incredible sense of feeling connected and really a part of something when you come to one of our events. They can be anything from business workshops to connection exercises. We have big events. We do a conference that's mm-hmm. we're so excited about yes, that's coming up in May. Coming nice. up in May called All About That Mama. Yep, it really touches on every point of this busy working mom's life. But I think what's important for us around the events is really making sure that there's a point of connection and that we're allowing these people to have, um, you know, a space for deeper connection and they don't just come to the event and like wander around and feel like a little bit lost. We want to make sure that we're um, connecting them directly. We do a lot of like curated networking events, like our mama matchmaking event. Mm. There's the mama mentors event that you came to where we have of incredible mentors that you get to sign up um, and ask them really specific questions. Um, We do something called whiteboard and wine, which is a brainstorming problem solving exercise where you're with a really small group and they help you talk through your business challenges. So there's really a lot, um, you know, around helping to solve specific problems and create really great um, connection exercises for these women. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Can you walk us through the vetting process and like what kind of application entails? Mm. Yeah, so right now uh, women can apply from anywhere in the world. Uh, Once they apply, they will basically kick off the application process. Mm -hmm. Um, For us, um, if they are uh, referred through a member, we'll actually reach out to that member to check a reference. We'll ask them the member questions about how likely they would be to refer this person. Are they an expert in their field? You know, why they'd be a good addition. And we found that that process really helps our members feel way more invested in who they recommend. It also maintains that uh, there's a certain quality control process for us where we really want people that are in the community for the right reasons. Um, We really look out for women that are too self-promotional, too, mm-hmm. just coming to, like, take, take, take. Yeah, as opposed didn't to take any time to fill out their application. Yeah, not the responses. You know, right. we can tell if someone's mm-hmm. just, like, looking to connect, you know, struggling with blah, and then they're just, that, if that's the oh, just, that's just interesting. I love business. that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because there has to be, a, it's a two-way street. Yes, so yeah. You need to come in, you know, wanting to give to the community as right. well as wanting to receive. Yeah, exactly. No opportunism here. Okay, and then the membership model, so it's... 350. Yeah. So right now it's 350, uh, but it, it, that will be changing. Mm-hmm. Not okay. for existing members. So any member that's with us now will be grandfathered in. Oh, cool. Um, but we are expecting um, a price increase in January. I think that's going to be kicking off February 1. Mm-hmm. We'll be messaging about that a lot in January. Mm-hmm. So new year, new you, new connections. People can really take advantage of that and get involved in the community. Um, but right now it's $35 a month billed monthly um, or 350 a year. It is an annual commitment, so mm-hmm. we invest in our members, they invest in us, mm-hmm. and they're with us for the entire year, and then at that time, they can, you know, hopefully stay with us yeah, for yeah. a long time throughout it's their journey. Membership for life, honestly. Mm-hmm. This is like a sorority you want to be a part of. The uh, other team members that you have, kind of yeah. behind the scenes, there's so many. Like, <laughs> there you guys are are deep. <laughs> so, yeah, what is <laughs> Now. Now we do. A couple yeah. of years ago. <laughs> Yeah, we, we started just We've with us, too. We've been quickly just in the yeah. past year. We have now 12 full-time employees. Okay. Uh, we're and going up to 15, and that will close 13. out our... Part-time. 
13 part-time. Oh, my God. That's the thing, because there's community members and, you know, coordinators here and there. Yeah. So now, you know, we are closing our fundraise as of, like, Tuesday or Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) So much at Um, your end. So close, yeah. We're we're now oversubscribed for the round, which feels really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's our first capital raise. Uh, something I feel really passionate about is helping other women raise capital because it is so much harder than one thinks. And yeah. this is even for me, who comes from a sales background, who has connections. And it was, you know, like climbing to Mount Everest, to tell you the truth. So I'm really excited about that. And that fundraise, which was the first time we've really gone out for institutional capital, was why we were able to grow from a team of five to a team of um, the 12. Mm-hmm. And that's really important because when you're bootstrapped for so long, you're operating under a stage of, of kind of, ev- you're just, everything's going back into the business, but you're right. not able to really bring on the foundational team to help you scale. Mm-hmm. And so now we are setting that up because we really want to be here for a long time and yeah. we want to make yeah. a big impact. Mm-hmm. And you can't do that without really smart people, yeah. hopefully smarter than us. I think they're smarter than us. <laughs> they're great. Uh, that are going to help take on their respective departments and really make Hey Mama into um, an incredible experience and and just brand that people can count on. Mm-hmm. Um, what was fundraising like? I mean, I feel like that's a whole other hard, discussion, but yeah. Really hard and really emotional. And really? I cried many times. Oh. And I learned so much throughout the process, and I don't think I would have changed anything about it. I do think it's like dating. You end up finding the person you're meant to be with. Mm. I've, we found the investors that we were meant to have in this round. You know, when it's the right fit, it's smooth, and you connect, and they get it, and it all kind of lines up when it's the wrong fit it just it feels like such a claw and it's, it's tough for women and men and anyone raising capital maybe it's harder for women and the data does show that but I don't want to make this about gender I think raising capital is always a process where you're literally sitting in front of someone telling them your heart and soul about why you built the business and then they basically try to chip at it to see where the gaps are okay in everything that you've basically presented so mm. that's their job they're they have a fiduciary responsibility to uh, their LPs if they're in, in a fund. They have a personal responsibility to make great investment choices. You know, along the way, you're trying to present your business um, in as transparent a way as possible and trying to really explain to people why they should invest in you. Why should they believe in your brand? What's the opportunity? And are you equipped? And can you get there? Mm-hmm. Um, so I found it very exciting at times and very invigorating um, but it's definitely broken me at times and I you know got back up and had the support of my team to help me get here and from from this point after we close I want to make a huge commitment within Hey Mama to connect founders and funders together um, and hopefully help bridge the gap okay wow Um, who is on your board if you're allowed to mention yeah so our lead investor is a company called Axon Capital Uh, they're a family office Um, they are wonderful and we found our lead investor by emailing the forum. No and way. Yes, she's a member. She's the co-CIO. Oh, my goodness. There you go. And See? I came in, and it was just all so amazing <laughs> and natural. And I was like, this is it. And then we went she already believes in it. It's There's no sell. She's totally. Yeah. And then we did, like, two months of due diligence. And okay. that was yeah. the most yeah, yeah. up and down. And I'll tell you kind of one story that always brings me to tears, and I'll probably cry because <laughs> really it just – I think it sums it up so well. But – I remember when we finally got the lead, um, which is the hardest part, really, if you're going that route. That's really the partner that's going so deep within your organization. And, you know, they're getting a board seat. 
And I remember I was waiting for the decision and I got the decision over email. I was in my kitchen and my daughter was on the couch. And then I told her that we got the investment and she's like, mom, I'm so proud of you. And then she said, "Um, do you know what I would have told you if you guys didn't get it? And I said, what? She said, I'm still so proud of you. And that was like the best moment. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Oh my goodness. That's so sweet. You're you're doing such an incredible job raising your daughter to be yeah. um, fearless and resilient. <laughs> <laughs> like, to have an eight-year-old crazy. tell you that, I mean, yeah. wow. Yeah, to wow. have them see you try and struggle and go for something and, and succeed, I think is awesome. But even if you fail, it's awesome it's because okay, yeah. they need to see that too. And they, we can't shield them from all the ups and downs always. I think that they need to know that they're their parents, their moms are resilient. And I think we're excited to see like what this next generation of amazing kids is going to do with moms like us at the helm that are just going for it. Right, right. Wow. How do you both kind of compliment and challenge each other? Because it starts with you two and then kind of we were best friends before we ever started working together. Mm. And even when we face challenges, we've come together and been really mindful of the other person's point of view and I think we're really careful in our words with each other and our respect that we have for each other and we've come to a place where we both really balance each other out you know as she was saying somehow like by the grace of God we each are in a vulnerable state at a different time like one of us is in the crying mood and one of us is really feeling strong and it's like so often in the morning that one of us will call and go babe I just don't don't even know what happened today I'm having the worst day and I just I can't do it anymore the other one will be like no you know what you got this and like we really make a point of pumping each other up and like supporting each other and I think that that that's so important you know at the base of it and Mm. Of course, in the beginning, we both really sort of pitched in and just did everything. everything. But you have to really um, become very clear over what your roles are going to be and what you're going to be doing. And I think that we've had to do that to be able to be successful. Mm -hmm. Um, Katia is the CEO and I'm the chief experience officer. So Mm -hmm. I spearhead all of the events and the membership experience. But even just, you know, within the team and um, in our relationship with each other, like having your roles really solidified means everything in your relationship and continuing to be like respectful of each other and work on your partnership. Like it's a marriage. It's like, it's really what you have to do because you know, it's your number one. If you, if you don't validate that and support the people that you're working with, then it's not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree with that. And I think it's, I feel so grateful because I can imagine running a company. Well, Amory is just the perfect partner for Mm. me. And I think what's important, and we hear a lot of not-so-great co-founder stories, just had breakfast with someone today where, you know, huge legal disputes completely just went so awry. And I think what's important is not just having different skill sets, because Amory and I actually do have slightly different skill sets. Um, I come more from, like, sales and business development, so that's never something that, like, you know, she's necessarily done within the company and that's been great because I'm good at it so I do that and she came from such a strong you know editorial creative and is so thoughtful and so perfect for what she's doing but I think our personalities like compatibility in your personality Mm -hmm. just like with your husband or wife or whatever whoever um you you choose to be with it it's it's important not to have two people that are like it's all about me and it's all about me and like (laughs) me 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 and it's like ego is a huge thing Mm -hmm. and I think 
some founders and, and CEOs and entrepreneurs, like there's a lot of that involved. And if you have two people with a really strong ego that are trying to make it all about them, it's not going to be successful. Right. And so I think Amory and I both really work at trying to not have it be so much about us and it's about the community yeah. and about the team and Yes, we're, you know, we acknowledge that we've created a beautiful way for these women to connect, but like we really do try to not make it about, you know, the Katya and Amory show Mm. because these women are the reason that it's magical and Mm -hmm. there's so much more power and strength in giving the spotlight to others as opposed to being so hungry for it that Mm -hmm. you kind of are willing to do like that. That's where we've seen the co founder relationships we've heard of really um, tanked is when one person had a really big ego and Mm. the other person was like really in there doing the work Mm -hmm. yeah you know yeah I wanted to just touch on how there are so many high profile um hey mamas and it's just it's beautiful to see how um humble and open they are um one person who I've had on on that sort of mom sense is Reagan Moya Jones um I was in her breakout session right she was um yeah I was at her breakout session at the um all about that mama reached out to her after um she came on my show and I feel like I mean, she's just, she became an instant friend. And the fact that she built a $100 million company after her firstborn is incredible. But there's no heirs, there's no pretense, mm-hmm. none of that. So um, can you just, I mean, tell us a little bit about the other high-profile women that are in this community who are serving as mentors. I think it's it's interesting to hear about. Yeah, they're amazing. And I think that's really the spirit of it is is realizing that no matter where we are in our journey, we all learn so much from one another. Mm -hmm. So as soon as people kind of get out of their head that like, oh, I've achieved X. And so I don't need to talk to anyone that's at this level. And I'm at this level. Um, We're all mothers. We've all been, we're at different stages of that motherhood journey too. So it's cool to see, you know, maybe someone's built a hundred million dollar company, but if they have a two-year-old and you have a two-year-old, then like you're really all in the same shit together. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. But some of the other women that we could kind of give notice to, and there's there's so many. Um, Amory, help me out here. Kimberly Marciano is incredible. Yeah, and we just um, um, hosted a series to benefit Feed with Lauren, Lauren Bush, Bush, Lauren, who's been mm-hmm. one of our mm-hmm. super supportive members. Rebecca um, Minkoff, obviously, has Daphne been. Daphne Oz. Mm-hmm. Ali um, Webb. Katia um, Bouchamp. Mm-hmm. So many. Allison yeah. Wyatt, who we mentioned earlier, is incredible. We also have women that are are really like true leaders and so accomplished but they don't they just don't lead with that they just really come in like you said with no errors or pretense um rachel blumenthal is also a member she's built an incredibly successful company Mm -hmm. the ceo of the tory birch foundation like there's women from incredible companies like google and facebook that are there too that are such great leaders that maybe you would stacy hauser Hauser, my (laughs) favorite my angel stacy if you're listening chelsea hershorn thank you Uh chelsea hershorn yeah brand hauser two hausers (laughs) they're not related um i'm amazed by the women that we meet you know and lately we've we continue to meet more women that have built really incredible businesses Mm -hmm. and we really hope that they see hey mama as a place where they can mentor and give back uh, but also continue learning you know, right. no matter what level of business you are, you need to be close to your consumer. You need to really still understand that entrepreneurial hustle because mm-hmm. uh, that's where it all kind of started. And then, like Amory said, it's also about moms in corporate that are really killing the game and are creating policies and being super inclusive um, that inspire us a lot. That's great. 
So both of you have daughters. Yes. What kind of legacy do you want to leave for them? <laughs> I, some, a story that I like to tell that I think is so important, well, important, but also is really special. Um, Kachi was over at my house this past summer, um, and the girls were going crazy. They wanted to have something to do, and they wanted to start a lemonade stand. <laughs> um, so we're like, okay, well, how are you going to get your lemons? You guys got to make some money to get lemons. And they hatched a plan to draw some pictures and sell the pictures out on the street, and they set up a table. Um, and, and Katia asked them all what they wanted to be as a part of um, at their new company right. and explained to them what it meant to be a COO and the CMO, and they all picked their roles. Um, and they made, like, they sold, like, they made, like $25, $25 okay, yeah. in an hour. <laughs> That's not bad. It I was mean, a good we, day. Were, yeah. we were doubting them a little about getting the lemons, but they got their lemons and they made lemonade. So yeah. I think it's the, like, interactive learning experiences of being involved in watching us grow the company. And as you said, as Katia said earlier, learning, you know, through failures and trial and error, but also just understanding what it takes to make things happen. And mm -hmm. then, you know, involving them in that and talking to them about that and letting them know that, you know, the future and possibilities are really limitless out there. Mm -hmm. If you apply yourself um, and letting them have a lot of different diverse role models for, you know, women doing a range of different things because our members do so many different things. Like, yeah. I want them to know if they want to be an astronaut or if they want to be a cartoonist. We or, need more astronaut members. Yeah, yeah, we need Come on, we don't have bakers. one astronaut in you know, <laughs> Cake Baker now. She applied this week. We have a few. But astronauts, if you're listening, yes, we're running we're, we're marine <laughs> biologists. So where are you at, ladies? Um, but no, to, to piggyback off Amory, I want Lily to know that one person with a dream and a vision to make an impact can do so. Mm. And that's it. Like, it just only takes one. It only takes dream and, and kind of believe in yourself to go out and start something and create something. And then, of course, hopefully you find a, a person and another person and more people to believe in that. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I want Lily to see also that work is a choice and that work should be something you love as opposed to something that you have to do. Um, and hopefully, Hey Mama will be here for, uh, you know, a Your long generation. time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, very cool. Um, so the reason why I kind of named the podcast That's Total Mom Sense is because I feel like we all, as mothers, have a built-in intuition. It just kicks in. And no matter what advice, um, solicited or unsolicited, that you get from a doctor or a mom-in-law or a friend, at the end of the day, it's that mom sense. It's that voice in your head that tells you, never steers you wrong. It's like, this is what I need to do when it comes to my kid. I just know. Mm -hmm. um, so can you tell us about a moment where you were, you just kind of blindly trusted that mom sense that you have? That's a good question. Mm -hmm. I know there's, there's tons. It happens every day, you know, um, from when you have a newborn on up. So yeah, I think right now my daughter's going through a lot of changes with um, certain things that are kind of coming into her life. And I don't know if I have the complete intuition on the answer, but mm -hmm. what I do is know when to ask questions. Right. And I think my mom sense really comes in when I could read her and her energy and know what to ask, how to ask, and give her a safe space to share. Um, that's kind of been always my style of parenting is very inquisitive about what she's feeling and kind of helping her. Like talk just feel things. like I care and, yeah. and talk through things in that way and 
Uh, that's just what's what's worked for me. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, I haven't had one of those stories where I'm like, oh, and then I trusted my intuition and everyone else was wrong. Like, thankfully. <laughs> um, but I try to use my mom's, mom I'm sense like, every day. Yeah. And also, she's really quite intuitive. So she is really, they're eight. You yeah. Know? So they mm-hmm. really do have such a strong sense of their own intuition mm-hmm. that helping them understand that. Right, right. That's so cool. Yeah. I mean, I think this is probably not the answer that you want, but mm, I'm trying no. to get in touch with my mom intuition right now mm-hmm. because my little one is really going through a lot. She just turned four and she's going through the, like the very angry stage where yeah. she doesn't know what she's feeling. And so I'm trying to trust my intuition to understand why she keeps telling me that she hates me and that huh. this is the worst day of her life and that everything is awful. But I don't think that she knows. So I'm really struggling with that because I can't figure out how to help her. Yeah. And it's really hard because she's in so much pain and she's just so angry and none of it makes any sense. So I feel a little like lost in my mom sense right now. Mm. Um, in my adult sense, I feel okay. Mm-hmm. But within my mom sense, I don't really know like what to do to help her because it just seems so out of nowhere and it's just really tough. Luckily, you have your Hey Mama community to back you up, right? For sure. I I posted a question about that, and I got so many people responding to me. It was incredible. Um, And lots of of things that I'm trying and advice that I'm taking. Honestly, just like a lot of virtual hugs that I got that made me feel so much better, and a lot of people telling me that they – you know, have like similar challenges right now that they're facing as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So just knowing that I'm not the only one that's dealing with like a little person that tells her that she hates her every morning. Yeah. makes me feel better. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And she doesn't mean it. (laughs) (laughs) And the, well, the fact that, you know, you, you have these um, friends, we're all, we're all here for you. We've all been there, you know, and it's, I, I feel like there's, there's a strength, in um in coming together and helping each other in this way you're not alone mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. totally river definitely she's such a she's sweetie a, pie she has a lot of little fire she's a in tough her cookie. but mm-hmm. Avery's an incredible mom and so incredibly patient and I've learned so much from seeing the way that she parents and I've always taken a lot of inspiration That's and learnings so from her I really have I call her constantly and she always she has a very strong intuition about people, yeah. about reading people in situations that's been so helpful for us in the business where I'll be like, I don't understand. Like, why is this person saying this? And Amy will be like, oh, they're saying this because of blah, blah, blah. And they feel blah, blah, blah. And then we should do blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, how did you know yeah. that? So she has an incredible read on people. And uh, if anyone is equipped to to kind of guide River throughout this process, it's you. Yeah. Um, and she's going to just be an amazing little girl because she has you as her mama. Exactly. And Mari, too. Mari's a great kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're lucky to have you. Thank you. <laughs> Let's not forget our quote of the day. Do you have a quote that you live by? Yes, actually. Um, lately, I've been living by this quote. This isn't one I've used all the time, but it, it basically says, um, alone we can go fast, but together we can go far. Oh, wow. And that has been my mantra. Oh, my goodness. That's a goodie. I've never heard that. Yeah, yeah it's really powerful. It really kind of encapsulates this whole thing about, I think, you know, our 20s or our earlier youth is about so much about us, us, us. Yeah. You know, it's like 
who can, how can I get it here? And I'm yeah. traveling here and it's all about me and I don't need my parents anymore and I'm super independent mm -hmm. and your whole life is kind of just all about what you want and you're trying to get to the place you want to go as quickly as you can mm -hmm. get there. Mm -hmm. And I think then you kind of step into motherhood or a different stage in your life and you realize that you maybe can do it alone but you don't want to or you right. choose that you want to do it with others. And so I see an analogy between that and kind of the way like this community has allowed us to go farther. Um, I also think it's a great analogy for anyone that's running a company mm -hmm. and that's building a business and how you look at building your team right? and how you think about creating that team culture of working together because maybe you can do something on your own and get all the credit, but you'll get farther and be far more successful if you can find a way to work with everyone. Mm -hmm. um, so and it's, inspire them. It's just a great analogy. That is a, for, that is yeah, a great one. I love a, yeah, that. I'm going to yeah, steal that. Yeah. Please do. <laughs> it's ours. We have the same yeah. brain. It's our mutual <laughs> yes, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, also, say that. It's from a book I read. It's called uh, <laughs> Together is Better okay. by um, Simon something. He's an incredible on you know writer, and this book is full of these little, um, of these little nuggets mm. that are really powerful. I love That's that. great. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I think about different things every morning, but this morning I was thinking about just um, what I wanted to think about for the beginning of 2020 is the sky's the limit because mm -hmm. I feel like it's such a time for us to really think big and to start at the top and. You know, we really have crafted what we want our North Star to be and thinking about that and then building everything up from underneath it um, and how easy it is to put limitations on things when you're just looking at like what seems like it should be possible. But like just thinking like, you know, from our old shit girls. Uh -huh. That was the best. So oh, we, girl. We, we did this thing <laughs> in Hawaii where everyone would go around and they would say the craziest thing that they would want to manifest to have happened a year from them. And if we had all, I didn't say that very well. Pretend yeah. we got together a year from now mm -hmm. and you're telling me about all the awesome things that have happened since you saw me a year ago. Okay. And they were like really, really big, big things. And we said them and they literally, I feel like they like went off into the air and started to come true. Like one of the things we said was, okay, well, I w it's so great that we're all here in Bali. And an hour later, an hour later, later we got a message on Instagram that was like, hey, do you guys want to... No way. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ask, ask and you shall receive, ladies. Holy so crap. what I'm trying to say is I really want to remind myself to put those really big sky high things out there into yeah. the air and to reach for them. Yes. Oh, that's a good one. And just having those affirmations, especially as a collective, mm -hmm. then you're just like, we're all... Wait, so let's do your own shit, girl. Oh, wow. <laughs> let's do it. Oh my goodness! Uh, are we on the top ten podcasts. Yes, yes. There, there you go. There you go. Oh, Shirkrow, yeah. your podcast is on the top ten. Hell yes, books, it you know? is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. I can't believe you're. It's on my vision board. Publish a book. Yeah, I can't. Yes, are you yeah. like reading my mind? Are you, you my? It? Yes. Whew, yeah, those are those are my Osha girls. Okay, those are my twenty twenty. What are yours? Ooh. Um, okay, so Osha girl, we um, have just connected over 10,000 women mm -hmm. this year in real life. Um, we've launched an incredible tech product that our members love and they're using it and they feel like they're connecting in ways that they never were able to before. Um, Can we do ours at the same time? Because I feel like you're saying mine too. <laughs> okay, okay, wait. Okay, add on, add on. Serena Williams, where are you at? You're keynoting <laughs> all about that mama. Oh, okay, well. Chris, 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 Chris
Um, we're all, our, they're all keynoting. Our email it's, broke because so many people are emailing us and telling us how incredible Hey Mama is <laughs> and how Gmail it's Gmail shut down. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Shut down. Um, what else? We're on we, the cover of, you know the cover of? Ink? Ink. We're on the cover mm, of Ink, Ink magazine. magazine, yep. That's all of one. them. Entrepreneur, we're going Fast global. Company. We're yeah. going global, yeah. yeah. So yeah. we obviously, we got to go to Paris. You're going to come with us. Yes, yes. yes. So Paris, it. London. A new office there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll live podcast from all of these cities. <laughs> we're doing an amazing Hey Mama retreat in somewhere completely magical. Ooh. And everyone's... Maybe Bali. Yeah, yeah. Bali. Yeah. Manifesting that. But it's, you know, honestly, like health as well. So mm-hmm. we're healthy. Life is good. Business is thriving. Um, and most importantly, we're happy enough to take advantage of all of that and be in a great <laughs> space for it. And that's all we can ask. Oh, about. my gosh. Yes. Oh, my God. So that was fun. so cool. We have to do this every day. <laughs> <laughs> text us. Yes. 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 <laughs> we're going to start a text. We should start a text number. And then and then when it actually happens, be like, oh my god, it's like you know those um notifications oh you get like that. where you were you last get a text year. From, yeah <laughs> from Ocean Girl that's like new notification. Right, right. Which has come true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Granted. It's now time for Mom Hall when we share products we love. The last segment is Mom Hall. So is there a product? It could be beauty, wellness, parenting, anything. Yes, I have that you're one. like, yeah, please share oh, with your I'm girlfriends. Obsessed. Oh my God. So Woosh Beauty is an incredible product. It's basically like an all-in-one. It's both for contouring, blush, bronzer, everything. It's in one compact. Our member Andrea makes it. It's super affordable. It's like $59 for the whole compact. Mm-hmm. It's, it literally makes you look completely flawless. I love that. And I also love Wander Beauty. Yes. Everything they yes. do is amazing. Those the are my two favorite. Yep. And I want to shout out one more person. Um, my stylist, Ellie, who came into my house and over the course of a weekend got rid of all the stuff that wasn't me. Breaking news, I don't look good in florals or anything flowy. I've okay. been trying to make it a thing for me for years. Looks terrible on me. She completely helped me redefine like my personal style and cut through the clutter. We ended up going and getting things that felt so me and so great. And she's just like a complete transformer. So her brand name is The Lady Smith. And if you're like a businesswoman or a mom that's looking, that feels so annoyed with everything you have in your closet and getting dressed every day, it was the biggest life-changing thing I've done in a long time. So shout out to those three. Very cool. cool. Love all of them. Well, I'm obsessed with because I get kind of dry skin. So I've been using this um, Nikeo's um, cream makeup remover. It's like mm. has like a rose um, smell to it. And I love it because it's still like super moisturizing. Um, and we got these adorable, like little tiny diamond earrings from oh, Cut and Clarity. Yeah. They're like one of them is a, um, a triangle, and one of them is a square. Okay. Um, that were a part of our feed event that we did um, a few weeks ago that I'm obsessed with. Oh, and I love mm, those so much. Oh, Christine Accolay. We love her. Accolay, yeah. She makes these power suits that are to die for. Like, oh, nice. Incredible colors. They're super high quality. She's a mom, a designer based in Brooklyn, and, and she's incredible. Yeah. And um, where can my listeners find you? Okay, oh. you could find my personal handle on Instagram is Katya's Life, K-A-T-Y-A-S Life. Um, our Hey Mama Co. Instagram is Hey Mama, Hey Mama Co. Co. Mm-hmm. You can apply to join Hey Mama on www.heymama.co, no M. Yeah. Um, although we might try to get that. Yeah. Com- <laughs> but um, and Amory, what's yours? My handle is my name, Amory Kibler. So at Amory Kibler on Instagram. 
Great. Slide up in our DMs, ladies. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Join this badass league. Um, thank you so much for being on the show. This was so thank much you. fun. Thank you. This was so, so fun. Thank you. So amazing. Thank you. <laughs>